Dear songwriter, welcome to the first bonus episode. Basically, the way this is going to work is I'm going to occasionally interview some people that I know that are songwriters themselves or they're somehow involved in the music industry to provide a little bit of a different perspective, perhaps, or different insight. So in this first bonus episode, I'm talking with my client and my friend, Zach. Zach went through a couple programs that I have, my various mentorships. And he started with me in April of 2021, worked with me for over six months. And in that time, he went from having just one song to having eight demos to then producing, self-producing those eight demos, mixing and mastering them to then release his debut album in October of 2021. And really proud of him and everything that he has accomplished. And I personally feel very honored to have been a part of his journey. And so I'm hoping that his story will inspire some of you who are maybe feeling a little bit of hesitation, maybe some of that hesitation that Zach felt early on, and allow you to take action and take that first step. And so Zach really breaks down his journey in a way that's really cool. He has a lot of good uh, insights. I believe he is wise beyond his years <laughs> and uh, just a really cool conversation. And, uh, and I'm grateful for Zach for coming on the show. Oh, and I do want to point out that I was having some microphone issues. And so I ultimately went with my backup microphone, which is less than stellar. We're rolling with what we got because the show must go on. So anyways, here we go. Here's my conversation with Zach. Thanks for joining Zach, I was wondering if you could maybe just give us a little bit of a brief introduction uh, into who you are. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Connor. It's, it, I'm glad you, you asked me. It was, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, I, I run a podcast called the Political Punk Podcast, and that's how me and Connor first met, and then I, you know, enrolled in his program and all that, so, but I know we'll get into that, but I'm, I'm from, I live in a city called Ogden here in Utah. It's about half an hour north of Salt Lake City. I have released an album under my uh, band name Capella Daydream, and I have enrolled in several of Connor's uh, programs. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget when we kind of together were brainstorming ideas for your for your brand name capella daydream and yeah it just it just feels like still to this day it feels like feels like it really really fits and it was really cool to kind of bring that all together so you know let's let's get into it you know i i think your story is is fantastic it's inspiring it's inspired me so let's let's kind of go back let's kind of go back to the beginning a little bit here when did you decide, you know, that you wanted to be a songwriter and you wanted to make music? Yeah, so I, I was in either a concert band or marching band all through junior high and high school. So I know like you as well. But yeah, that was definitely a lot of playing other people's music. Towards the tail end of high school, I really kind of started getting the music on my own. You know, a lot of junior high was listening to, to music that my parents listened to or my friends listened to, but in high school is when I really start to listen to my own music and branch out a little bit. But yeah, it was only in the past couple of years where I started to write down some ideas for for songs. And uh, and then eventually I went on a road trip with my girlfriend, Kate. And that's when I wrote uh, my song Freeway Motel, which was the title track on 
on my album. So I wrote I wrote that even before I I met Connor, and then it all kind of kind of came together from there. So yeah, yeah, and and we're gonna get into Freeway Motel, both both the song and the concept and the music video. We're gonna get into all that uh, in in a little bit for sure. But yeah, so you know you you're you wrote this song you know while you're on this road trip i guess this was if we were put a what is that or was it early 2021 or was it late uh, 2020 yeah, january 2021 yeah yeah january 20 okay yeah and then i remember we we connected the two of us connected around that time kind of coincidentally Dude. and then you know, so we, we connected then and then we connected again in the spring uh, and you'd inquired about songwriting and music music in general Ultimately, you decided to enroll in my mentorship, my Start Your Artist Journey mentorship. Why do you think even after just writing one song, you know, Freeway Motel, why do you think you felt like this is something I want to do? You know, songwriting is something I want to go after. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I wrote I wrote that song and and kind of the whole story of my album kind of fell into my lap. And this is something that even even today helps me with songwriting is Mm is thinking of a story first and then writing the songs. So that kind of helped there. It was just kind of an idea that popped into my head. Mm. And then, and then, yeah, I remember reaching out to you, asking something kind of about my music, but not directly. I was more asking about Dizzy Bats. Right. And then, and then that's when you told me about the program. And, and it seemed at the time, like it, it could be something super helpful and, and super beneficial as a beginning songwriter. Right. And I was in your program through releasing that album. Yeah. And, and that was a a tremendous transformation. I thought of going, going from having just written one song to uh, writing a whole bunch of other songs to then producing them to then releasing them. So, you know, we're going to, we're, we're just started to kind of to tap into this because it, it really, it really is a tremendous, a tremendous story. I think just how you're able to kind of get after it. So let's, let's kind of get into this, this beginning part, right? So you, so you've written, you've written through a motel um, and you had this concept in mind, right? For, for this album, you didn't necessarily have the songs yet, but you had this concept in mind. And I think you even had titles or at least some of the titles so just tell us about it. Tell us about this concept that ended up, yeah. ended up, you know, spoiler alert, ended up being your first album. Yeah. So I used to work at a hotel and I was, I was working the front desk late one night and I was just kind of reading over our hotel policies because that's how bored I was. And at the very bottom of it, it said quiet hours from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. or whatever. It was like quiet hours. I was like, that sounds like it would, it could be a cool album name. Just totally <laughs> kidding. And then I was like, wait, I've already started writing songs. That could be my album name. And and the way it fits into my album is this whole story that I made up is about someone who you know deals with you know kind of a wide array of problems from and you know not problems, just things they're working through, it's like between anxiety depression and money issues and relationship issues. I just kind of threw all that into one, one story. And that's kind of what this album is about is starting, you know, at freeway motel, you only have enough money to stay in this motel for one night and you have no idea what you're going to 
do after that, which is what the song Gasoline is about, which is the second single. So it, really the whole album was really just about working through, you know, working through problems in life and, and trying to make benefit out of it, even when, even if it's a really dark and sad part of your life, you know, at least learning lessons and trying to take someone from that. Yeah. Way, so. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah definitely need to check the album out on Spotify, uh, "Quiet Hours" by Capella Daydream because it's it really does tell a story. I I, I re- distinctly remember the conversation we had in the middle of the the program, where by then I think you'd written at least a few of the songs. You had them in either in in a in a more official demo form, or you had them in an unofficial sort of form. But you had yeah. you had like a few songs already. And I remember the conversation of, do you want to produce this album or do you want to get someone else to do it or, or be somewhat involved with this, with the mixing and mastering? And yeah, it seems like, it seems like you had kind of made your mind up at that time already that, that you wanted to produce the album, right? So to, to have gone from just having written one song to writing a few songs to then making this decision, I want to produce this record what why do you think that was such a a clear decision for you to make at that time yeah and and one thing i do struggle with is is letting go of control sometimes mm. you know even you know even with my album i i knew the exact story i knew what i wanted the album to sound like so in my in my head the best way to do that was to to self produce and 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 make it you know, make it my own. It was definitely an adventure, you know, recording everything for the first time and and making sure we got the right takes and everything. I really felt unexperienced when when it came to recording, but it it all came together really well. And I'm I'm glad I yeah, I'm not opposed to pulling more people into into my songwriting, but producing it definitely made me feel, you know, empowered to make my album exactly how I want it to sound. Yeah. Yeah. And so many be said about just learning by doing, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like if, you know, if one day if you want to go that professional route of of producing to have that experience under your your belt and to mm-hmm. have done that. Right. I think is is only is only a good thing. So, yeah, yeah. I thought that was. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting decision. And, and even still, when I listen to my album, there's like a couple of you know, little mistakes like one instrument too loud or one too quiet or something like that that right when I released my album I had a bit of regret of oh yeah. I, should I have taken longer should I have made it perfect mm-hmm. but now when I listen to it I'm like I have an album out yeah like, and it it sounds good I'm like I can learn from that but right but that's no reason to tear down this project that you finished you know yeah and I'm glad you bring that up because I think that that's a the fear of that mm-hmm. is a big struggle for a lot of people who are potentially listening to mm-hmm. this podcast right i think perfectionism this fear that oh could it be better mm-hmm. it can always, it can always be better right or it can always be different it can always be changed it can always be tweaked well personally as long as i don't slide backwards in the quality mm-hmm. of my album i would be happy right you no know, i want I want to retain everything I learned from my last album. So if I can make some improvements on this album that, you know, fix the things I wish I would have done on the last album, I would be happy with that. 
you know, yeah. improving both my songwriting and my and my producing at the same time. And that's such a why. And I'm so happy you said that. Any corrections that you think you needed to make on the last record, you can make them for, yeah. the, for the next one. Yep. And that seems like a almost like a backwards way of thinking about it. But it's but it's true. And it's like you're not going to learn about those mistakes unless you make them. Yeah. But it doesn't make and, and unless you release the album and really let it breathe. Whereas, you know, versus, you know, getting kind of stuck in the, the perfectionism uh, rabbit hole right so about i don't know i think it was towards the end of our and end of the first program that we did together you you brought up this idea of doing a music video and i was just so wowed by the you know your initiative and just the the thought and the planning that you put into it so so tell us about this music video that you produced that you organized that I think you partially shot. I know you had some, some friends helping you out, get a bit of a crew helping you out, but yeah, just tell us about that music video creation process. Yeah, no, it was, it was fun. You know, I got a bunch of my friends to help out on it. One of my friends who's a photographer, he, we actually shot my album cover the same day as we did the music video. So if you look at my album cover in the music video, it's, it's very similar. I just kind of put it out in the world of my friends, like, hey, if anyone wants to help, I want to do it this date. These are the things I I need and I need help with. And everyone was really enthusiastic about it. And it was it was fun. Everyone, because I, I told them I was like, we need a lot of luggage. <laughs> I was like, I have this weird idea in my mind that like that on the bed there are just like 20, 30 suitcases. <laughs> that just represent, you know, mental luggage building up, you know, so all that. So that, that was fun. Definitely trying to keep everyone's luggage organized and, and nice. And everyone, and the day we shot, everyone pulled up with a car full of luggage. <laughs> I, I basically wrote the script and, and it really, I think in total, I spent like, well, I bought everyone dinner. So, right. <laughs> you know, the cost of that, but outside of that, I don't think there were any costs. Um, yeah. All you have to do, you know, d- definitely not saying take advantage of your friends, but like <laughs> if you have friends who, who you think this could also be beneficial to them, you know, giving that experience and, and, it, and if you treat them well and, you know, give them food, you know, all that people are going to be happy to help. So, yeah. so, you know, don't be afraid to, to ask your friends and see if anyone will be interested because you might, might be surprised. Do not underestimate the value of free food. Right? Absolutely. It, is, it, it goes is, uh, a lot. <laughs> you know, get a couple, yeah, get a couple pizzas or yeah. I remember I remember we did a music video shoot where I I literally just like cooked like probably probably like three or four dozen dumplings. I just like boiled like a whole bunch of, of dumplings for a video shoot that I was doing. A hesitation that I think a lot of people have is asking for help, whether it's asking for help in a professional sense or asking for help from friends. I've definitely felt that where it's like, I don't want to bother so-and-so. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make this their thing or or whatever. Um, But I agree. I think tapping into your network and like you said, oftentimes the person on the other end, that friend on the other end, it could, it could be beneficial for them. If they're a film person, 
you know, mm -hmm. maybe they want that experience shooting a music video. I think that's a really good takeaway. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And oftentimes it's not even help you're asking for. It's possible collaboration. Yep. So you released this album in October of 2021. And that, you know, was sort of the whole span of it was six months. Because mm -hmm. I think we connected, I think we connected for the start of the program, maybe in like April of 2021 yeah. and then you released this thing in october which means basically the beginning of april you had one song written and then from april to october you wrote a whole album you produced a whole album and also involved other band members you mixed you mastered it you released a music video and you released an album and you effectively launched your artist brand your artistry Capella Daydream. When you look back on that journey, you know, how did you make time for this? Because a lot of people uh, have full-time jobs and, and you're one of them. You're, you're, I think you were a student as well at that time. So how did you, how did you manage to do all of this with everything else you also had going on? I, yeah, I, this is something I constantly say is like, you would be surprised with what you can do in 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like just take, <laughs> 10 minutes out of your day and do nothing but songwriting and it can take a few minutes to kind of jump start your brain into songwriting mode but even if you're just sketching down album cover ideas or or random one line you know just or finishing a, a melody or anything anything that you can do in a span of 10 minutes just just do that constantly just try to you know, every day just do one or two things for it. There were some songs I wrote in in 10 or 15 minutes just on the lunch break that it right. just came to me. Right. And then there's other songs that took me weeks to write right. just because I couldn't think of a second verse or anything. So, yeah, my advice would just be, just be, you know, do a little bit every day, even if it's only five minutes, just, just do something. Yeah. And I think that's so important, right? Because I think a lot of times people are like, oh, it's going to take me so long. There's no way I'm going to finish this. But you're so right. Like picking those small things that you can do, maybe it's 10 minutes, but having a focused 10 minutes is going to go a long way. So what advice would you have for someone who uh, is maybe in the beginning stages that you were in literally less than two years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, definitely your, your heart needs to be in it. A lot of people can, can write a song and get the idea and all that, but, but you need, you definitely need the heart and the drive to, you know, to finish writing the song and find a producer and do all that. If you can get that, that drive and heart, everything else should come easy. Any little idea that you have that you think might be cool for a song or, or even just a lyric, don't, don't let that go. Write it down somewhere. Because you know? awesome. that's, that's one, one step closer than you were before you thought that. So that's my advice. Just yeah, really appreciate you coming coming on my podcast. I think your story just been really special for me, you know, doing what I do as as a songwriter and as a professional mentor and it's it's also been uh, really cool uh, and I am so appreciative that I'm able to share your story, you know, the way that I the way that I have whether it's through social media, email or, you know, just to to people that I talk to. 
I'm excited to do some some hiking and camping in Utah in the coming weeks yes, with each other. I'm going to be flying out to uh, meet up with Zach and and uh, he's going to show me how to camp because the camping that I've done has has been under the supervision of of parents. So yeah, thank you again, and we'll we'll be in touch. And thanks for sharing awesome. your story. Okay, yeah, thanks for having me on, Connor. I was blessed. Yeah. So there you have it. There is my conversation with Zach Thomas, aka a excuse me. There is my conversation with Zach Thomas, aka Capella Daydream. You can check him out on Spotify. He's on Instagram at Capella Daydream. We'll put everything in the show notes, of course. But yeah, I hope this brought you some inspiration. I hope this brought you a little bit of value. If you would like to take that step that Zach took way back in April of 2021, all he did was book a free call with my team. And the way that works is you go to connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R, Frost, F-R-O-S-T.com, slash, just start, J-U-S-T-S-T-A-R-T. Book a free call with my team. And we go from there. We're going to figure out what your struggles are. We're going to figure out what your goals are. And if it feels like a good fit, like Zach was a good fit for my program, then we'll take that next step. But it does start with that free call. So if you would like to have that similar journey, and if you're looking to just get that start like Zach did, please go to that site. I will absolutely link it. Thanks so much. Have a great day.